ready to begin Detroit. Remember, this is not just a story. This is our future. Hello and welcome to our first ever spoiler cast. We are going to be talking about Detroit Become Human because we both just beat that. Yeah. And we needed to talk about it. There's there's so much to break down in this game and there's there's so many details and and plot points that we just we wanted to get into so we decided we were going to we we're going to do a spoiler cast instead of just like talking until like 3 a.m. Right, one right. day just actually putting it out there as yep. just like we need to talk about this and it would be great for the channel yep. to, to do this and yep, absolutely we've never done it before so exactly it's yeah it's something something kind of new here and uh yeah i mean you have a list so yeah i have a list because let's hop into I, it i i just want to start with this is easily the best game i've ever played really the it is favorite game favorite game of all time i was able to hop into it and it kept me going the yeah. entire time and it's not even necessarily action driven because that's no. not the game at all no it's entirely it pulls you in with an interesting story and it was a lot of times games try to like get you to either relate to a character yep. or feel for a character and it falls flat but this was the most natural yeah feeling human it was oddly human it was yeah and an interesting concept that i thought of was you know you're meant to play as these androids who do not conceptualize feelings they don't conceptualize you know these are my orders i i do them right and i have to do them without emotion and i right. don't think about things like this but it's interesting to have you controlling that because you are a human playing this yeah you think with emotion and you think with like oh this isn't right i'm going to stop this yeah, yeah. so it's 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 an interesting dynamic to have a game based completely on don't register emotion here yeah but you can't keep it out of there and yeah, i think it, that was an interesting concept it, it, of how human are you right playing it. It, there was an interesting dynamic where p part of you is is kind of wanting to make the choices you think that character might make and then also the choices of like what what do I want to do though? Exactly. Like, what do I personally want to do? And it's like the just the world they created, the way it was like immediately it was like, this is how the world is. Like it didn't need to explain this whole like big backstory about it. Mm -hmm. was like you're in this world now and it all just organically worked. It yes. just made and sense. How it how it fit the story just through yeah. yep. not even environmental storytelling. Kind of. Sort of. But in a way that you just saw these interactions and you could immediately grasp onto years of this happening. It this wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't far-fetched. Yeah. No, no, not at all. So let's get right into spoilers here. Yep. I, again, we're, if you've, if you haven't played Detroit Become Human, do not you, watch this. Do not watch it at all. Play it's a the spoiler game. cast. Play the game. If you want to go back, you want to replay another thing. I genuinely recommend, like if you have not played through Detroit and I mean, this is, you know, awful for us because we're telling people to not watch our videos and right. not yeah, give us yeah, views yeah. and interactions. Right. But don't. This, it's I worth want it. everyone to experience this game. It's it's worth it. Because it's, it was captivating. So, it's so good. It's so good. It's the best story I've come across. Best, best. Yeah, one of the best stories for me. Like, the graphics are incredible. The, just, the performances are incredible. Go play the game. If you haven't played it yet, you've been warned we can get into it now. Okay. Go for it. So let's start heavy right off the bat. Go for it. In your playthrough. Yeah. Who died and who lived? Oh, okay. Uh, in my playthrough, Kara died, and so did the little girl. Okay. How did it happen? Uh, when we were exiting Jericho. That's the same thing. That is the exact same thing it that gave happened me to like me. The, It gave you like the options like play dead or, or like yep. whatever when they were shooting you out the thing. And I was like, I'm going to save that little girl. And then they just fucking iced us both. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> killed her. They killed her. Yeah. And I did not expect her yeah. to be an android. That was the one that, that was, really threw yeah. me for a so, loop. So what's the little girl's name again? Alice. Alice, yeah. When she turned out to be an android. And like you kind of had that hint when you were searching Todd's bedroom earlier on. And you can find like these papers. And it doesn't show you the papers, but it shows Kara's face kind of like, what is this? And it was showing children androids mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And it made sense for me because I played this game with my girlfriend who, you know, she enjoys stories and video games 
like but more so, play, but yeah. doesn't doesn't necessarily play through like RPG games or anything. Right. And this, like, she was telling me, like, no, you can't play this until I get back. Mm-hmm. So, like, because I want to watch this. Because the story I, is, it grips you so bad. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you have to wait because I want to see what happens. Yeah. Like, even if you're the one controlling it, I want to see what happens. Right. Yeah. And she was actively, like, helping me with decisions and everything. I'm just like, oh, what do I want to do here? Yeah. Um, but um, that one threw me for a loop. With yeah. Alice being an android, but it makes sense because at the beginning of our playthrough, when we were kind of talking about, um, like when Alice's father was like abusing her and just going off and this isn't the life you wanted, huh? That's why your mom left for an accountant. Yeah. And we were both just like, why would the mom leave and not take the daughter with her? Yeah. What person would do that? But then it makes sense. She had no attachment to this thing. Yeah. So it was either just, you know, they got her to try to like repair a marriage or like to have something for the both of them. Or like she left and he needed something. That's interesting. I kind of took that in a different way. I kind of thought, what if the mom left and did take the daughter and he bought a replacement daughter? Okay, that's another really good thought. That's, just that's, to be like, that's what I was thinking. Like as that went through, I was like, "Oh, I wonder if he like bought a replacement or something like then, that." Because that would. Now that I'm thinking about it, it totally makes sense. We never saw Alice eat. You put food in front of her like three times, yeah, and she never ate. Yeah, like all one, like all the little clues were there. All, everything was there, but that one was the one that threw me for a loop. Yeah, the other thing that threw me for a loop was, um, Andrea being not a real person, but just programming inside of Connor to try to keep him on task and not go deviant in the mm-hmm. mission. And my girlfriend had seen that. Like, she was just like, I don't think Andrea is real. I think Andrea is just like a piece of Connor because we never see him go there. And I was like, what? No, she's re- she works for Cyberlife. Like, he does kind of yeah, just appear there though. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the one scene where it kind of reveals that where he's just like there and then he opens his eyes yeah. and his LED goes back to blue. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, holy shit. Yeah, it's like you a mental check in. Right, how, yeah, all it is is his program just basically running a diagnostic. Yeah. So when you're betraying Andrea, you're betraying your programming. Yeah. And you're just progressively going which more is, and more deep. Which is. I mean, genius. It's genius. And we've talked about this, but I feel like I feel like we should put it up front. Your favorite Connor. Connor. Connor's Connor's the boy. Connor is absolutely the most adorable thing on planet (laughs) Earth. I love him. I have a crush on Connor. I have a crush on Connor, too. I loved Connor from the very first mission where you're doing the hostage. Like one, I love investigative games. Yeah. Like L.A. Noir, like and things like that. Mm-hmm. I love that shit where yeah. it's just like investigate the clues around you, put it together. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of guide you along by giving you clues, but then try to piece it together. Yeah. Try to figure it out. Where's your d- next step? And the way it doesn't hold your hand is like, go and explore. Like you're under the clock right now. If you want to explore, you can, if you want to get out there, you can, mm-hmm. but you'd be better equipped if right. you did this. Right. Which makes sense. And I love that. Um, I, absolutely loved the investigative style of the game and that's what kept me like and i feel kind of bad because yes Kara had just a compelling story it was gorgeous and it was a beautiful like look at just everyone accepted alice as human yeah so why could they not accept other androids as human right alice was your looking glass into Mm -hmm. they can be humans right they are alive right um but fuck what was i even saying uh, Car's compelling story. Car's compelling story. What I felt bad because I would be like, as soon as a Connor mission was over and it would show Kara, I'm like, oh, I know, I know. I don't care. Like I care, but just bring me back. And I it like, was to the point of like when I was playing, like we would jokingly, whenever like it was just like heavy rainfall, you see her in Detroit, you don't know who you are yet, but then you just see like a car parked <laughs> yeah. somewhere. We were applauding. We were like, yeah, <laughs> Connor. Because <laughs> he's the best. He is. He's, and he's just got such a great voice in everything. Oh, it's so the acting is so great. I know. It, it, it goes Connor Marcus Cara for me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and I mean, shout out to Luther though. Luther was dope. Yeah. Luther was cool. Luther was a really cool story. Yep. Um, 
So did only Kara die in your playthrough? Only Kara died. Okay. So then what was your playthrough like with Connor? What happened? Um, first, let's, let's go. How deviant did you go? When you were at the Eden Club, the yep. strip club, did you shoot the Tracy or did you not shoot the Tracy? Oh, I shot her. Oh, you shot her? You didn't shoot her? I did not shoot her. Oh, wait. No, no, I... fighting. I didn't. She shot herself. No, 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 because I I played both of those because I was curious what would okay. happen. So I had... I only went back once out of choice. Mm-hmm. Like, I only replayed a chapter once out of choice. Is like, I didn't like that ending. Yeah. I'm going to redo that. Yeah. And it wasn't because I died or anything. It was just because I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, I went back two other times because I had severely fucked up. Not a quick time event, but I just pushed like out of excitement, like the wrong yeah. dialogue thing. And I immediately, like I didn't want to see where it went. Yeah. I just hit the main menu and reloaded the chapter. Yep. So um, with... Connor's deviance I had accidentally pushed the shoot button the first time and then it had gone through the thing and then she shot herself yeah. because she was like she was the only thing I loved yeah and you took her yep, from yep, me and yep. then shot herself and I was like I accidentally did that yeah. like I am I didn't want to shoot her yeah so I went back and did the like don't shoot and then they got away and that upped Connor's deviance yeah okay sorry yes yeah, so yes I did shoot her okay I, I shot the first girl, and then the second girl shot herself. Okay. Yes. So then, what was your path to deviance like with Connor? When did you go deviant? I didn't go deviant until I was on the Jericho. Okay. So, like, when you're talking to Marcus? Yep. And then you go deviant? So you're doing the mission up until then? Yep. And then it was, yeah, it was when I confronted Marcus, and then it was kind of like, he, he kind of did like the, don't you, like, don't you want to become humor like you know uh, go give because me that, that's what that they're spiel. leading you to the whole time right and then it was at that point where i was it was kind of like and you you see it and you're rooting for it yeah and i was like it's time because in my because i was such a connor fanboy i was like connor can handle deviancy yeah he'd still be collected you know yeah <laughs> like, connor is fucking cool connor's so cool and that was that was similar to what i had done was wait until jericho yeah to go deviant um I don't know if any other options were ever presented to me to go but deviant. I think that's what's so brilliant about this game is it doesn't do the telltale thing of like you make a decision in The Walking Dead and Clementine will remember that action. It's like, I don't fucking know what's going to happen at all. No, what I loved is that it would just give you like, it wouldn't tell you what you did, but if you did something, it would give you a little unlock symbol that would come back. The most satisfying in. thing, like with Kara, when I found the gun in Todd's drawer... Did you find the gun? Yes. That gun came in handy like six other times, like way the fuck down the line. I had ditched the gun after, like after I had shot the You can ditch the gun? Apparently. Oh, fuck. I I didn't have the gun after that. Oh, I kept the gun and it came in handy a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you do? Like way down the line. Um... Like later on when Kara's walking through like the pouring rain and she's trying to find a place for Alice. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, like, going thinking back on it now, you're like, oh, Alice wasn't even fucking cold. I didn't need to find a place for her. Yeah. Um, I went into, like, I, I, like, clipped a fence, and I went under the fence, and some android that had been, like, abused by Ralph. humans. Ralph, yeah. Okay, you found Ralph, I too. found Ralph, but I didn't have a gun. Oh, so Ralph, like, approached her, and then Kara just, like, fucking pulled out a gun on him. I also, I also, Ralph was like, you can stay here. Ralph promises not to hurt you and stuff. And I was like, no, let's get out of here, Alice. Um. So we ditched, and then I went and I stuck up the store with a gun. Nice. And I got the $40 to then go to the um, motel. Oh, damn. I I got to stay in the motel. Damn. I did not want to do any of that. And that's what I love about this game is that these choices, like, they actually design the gameplay. It's not like Walking Dead where it's more linear and just like, oh, this person, you know, it might impact your relationship. Right. Not really. Yeah. It doesn't really define how the story. This will is end. like such a such a next level version of what these types and of like the programming that had to have gone into that. Incredible, like serious. Looking shout out at to the, the flow charts at. afterwards, seeing how many different options and how many different endings there would have been. Because a lot of times there were four different possible endings. Presumably one where you're dead. 
Yep. One where, like, there's like, something for everything. Yeah. And it almost killed me inside to not know right. what those other endings were, but I thought it was best. But, but did you, more than almost any other game, have the motivation to, like, okay, I'm going to start another game now, and I want to go back, and I want to make the decisions that... I don't even want to make. Yeah. Because I, I need to see where this story is going to go. Exactly. I'm going to buy... I didn't buy it. You gave it to me. Right. And I beat it in like four days. Yeah. Because I was just playing all night. Yeah. Like, I... That game absolutely encapsulated me just like yeah. no other game has before because yeah. it's so... This is the game that I've always wanted. Yeah. It's so designed to how you play yeah. and what you would do. It was like a choose your own adventure book yeah. in the best possible way. Yeah. Because you couldn't look back and, oh, what would have happened? You yeah. don't know. And that's what's great. And in even like when it shows the flowcharts, like I had to get that that sort of like Skyrim fan RPG kind of thing out of my head where it's like, no, no, no. I didn't miss all of that stuff. I literally could not have seen it based on what I did. Yeah. Like, it'll show you, like, all of the lock stuff, and you're like, oh, I would... I, I'm As soon as I made this pivotal turn, I could not have seen any of that. That was all gone. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool. And, and yes, other games do that, but they don't They do not do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it wasn't at the same extent. Yeah. Now, I got a question for you on this um, before we hop back into yours here. In the beginning, the scene uh, with... Carl, Marcus, and Leo comes in. How did that end? What did you do? How'd that scenario go out for you? Um, Carl had a heart attack, which I think would always happen, I believe. And he died? And he died. Okay. So Carl had a heart attack and died because Leo started fighting with me. Did you fight him back? No, I, had, I hadn't gone deviant. Okay. I yeah I did. I went deviant there. Oh really? Yep. <laughs> yeah no I don't even. I think I didn't even go deviant as Marcus. I think when he just like wakes up in the dumps in like the dump yard, he is just deviant. He, he's then that. deviant. Okay, he's I went deviant. Yeah, I went deviant at that moment, and I still chose not to fight him because I didn't want to hurt Carl because Carl was a good character. Yeah, Carl was My fantastic. God. Like every supporting character was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I cared about every character except North. Yeah. North was my like I absolutely let her die that in was, Jericho. That was Oh, I she lived for me, but North was one of those characters who was it was a very forced relationship type thing, mm-hmm. and it was like I was saying all of the things to not be in this relationship and the game was like but she's the love interest. So. Yeah, that I, I kept seeing, but the problem with me was just like, uh, I was thinking the whole time, just like, yeah, she is the worst possible influence in this game. Yeah. But I'm going to get some Android pussy. Yeah. I'm going to fuck that Android. I'm There's going to be quick time events while yeah. I'm having You're going to be on like the little touchpad, like thrusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I kind of imagined. I was like, Let's see where this goes. Yeah. Like, but no, I let her die. Absolutely. Like, Aww. I saved everyone else in Jericho, and then, like, she had fallen, and I had the option to save her or yep. jump, and I was just like, bye. Yeah. This was my out. Yeah. Okay, so speaking on that. I didn't want her. My thought process was uh, what I should have done when she offered me the detonator, I should have taken it, but I didn't. Yeah. I should have taken it in my head, not because I wanted to do it. Because you didn't want her to have it. Because I didn't want her to have it. Because you thought she was going to blow it. I thought she was going to blow it. So I was like, I can't let her have that. Yeah. And then she did. And then the opportunity presented itself where she would just be dead. So I was like, see ya. Yeah. I didn't take the detonator either. Easy way out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I feel like there's a different outcome for that Carl scenario, but I'm not sure. Um, I think he would always die, though. Really? So an, an, another thing kind of off of that is like um, before Marcus is going to go in for like we're doing our final strike. This is going to be our big movement that we're going to get into. You get that scene where Marcus goes to Carl's grave and he's like, or I don't based know on what, what to do. Yeah, yeah, like I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I need I miss you so bad. Like at least that's based on what I said. Um what a moment that was. Yeah. And, and then you're leaving and Leo sees you and he looks up and he's like kind of scared. And you're just like, I don't got time to deal with you. Like I'm doing a movement for a people now. Like yeah. I'm so past your petty bullshit. Mm-hmm. That was such 
a fucking moment. Yeah. Every, I, every moment in that game was so deeply impacting. There I was know. not a moment where they like tried to get me to do something it, and I was just like, mm, it was I so the, the game has all these big tension moments and everything. But realistically, it's a game, it's kind of the game I've always wanted in the sense that it's a game of a lot of down moments. And that's what I, I always love games that do that. And it's like, it's so rare. And even in movies and stuff, it's so rare that you get so many down moments. It's and I love it. Because it's got those down moments where you can explore the environment freely. You and, have as much time as you want. Yep. But then you get those moments where it's like three minutes on the clock, real time. Yep. Do this. Yeah. And it, but it, it's not just. And it's stressful. It's, it's not arbitrary, though. It makes sense because it's like, okay, I just bought like. Hank will go and fight that guy to get you access to the basement or whatever. And it's yep. like, okay, I'll, I'll buy you five minutes. Yeah. And it makes sense in the story. Right. Like, and then it's this like, is okay, when you are minutes, on the that's clock. Why. Yep. So when you are in that kind of brings me to this, um, when you're in Slotkov's basement yep. as Kara, did your memory get wiped? No. You short circuited? Yep. No, okay. no. Well, I broke out. You broke out? Yeah. Okay. Did you get wiped? No, I did not get wiped. I had to short circuit the machine though. There was a there was a bottle on the oh yeah okay I guess that's that's what I meant I thought I thought you meant like Kara Kara's stuff short circuited no no okay As okay, in, okay yeah so like when it came down to that I that was the other moment that I had rewinded mm-hmm. because I was pulling on the wrong wire like a fucking idiot that was a confusing moment to be yeah. honest yeah and you didn't have a lot of time Mm-mm. so then I was like. You were you're like what the fuck do I do? You didn't think to like look all the way up to like no the corner yeah no no and it and it, it pulls a lot of moments like that on you it where does. you don't quite know what your whole field of vision is so you don't test it but then you realize like oh shit I can look up and behind me yeah and there's something there yeah. they hide it so well yeah um it never I never really got upset at the game though there were some parts where I was like it was like you know. Sw- uh, on the on the right stick or whatever and it would it would say to like click it over in one direction and i like i didn't exactly perfect but i like got really close and it didn't count it and i was like eh. but other than that the game never made the ne- game never felt like it was screwing up it no. always felt like this belongs in this scene yeah and i i always felt that is that i screwed that up exactly it, it yeah. wasn't janky which is incredible yeah to me yeah that it's all based on subtle movements yeah and none of it was janky. Yeah. Like anytime it would be like open door. Yeah. Like, and you I didn't I thought get that, I would like, get annoyed with that. I didn't. Like you have to like go to the you, side you and go then all out the way up. and then around. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And like anytime I screwed something like that up, it was like, yeah, that was on me. I know I didn't. Cause you could feel when you didn't do it right. Yeah. Or like you would let go of it too soon. And it was leaning enough. Yeah. It, it's just like the, the quick time events were a little bit more involved than, than a lot of quick time events are. In some ways, because but it made if, use of the touchpad, which was incredible. But it, it just it felt right. Like it, this game didn't need more, and they did have moments where it was like Connor's chasing a a, a deviant that's running away, like cop chase style, mm-hmm. and that felt good too. But like the rest of the game never felt like oh, I wish this had more. Like I wish I was controlling more. Yeah, I never felt that either because it was so you're so story driven. Yeah, that when you're like when you're actually like button mashing and like yeah. doing really quick quick time events like you don't care how it controls or anything because the story is so tense and you're in the moment and yeah. it captured that perfectly yeah with just like oh shit like i don't even care how dumb this feels that all i'm doing is just clicking a button really fast yeah because this is a tense moment and i'm like shit 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 shit, shit. yeah i got to like, go i got to go like i got to run feel all the tension yes yeah holy shit mm mm-hmm. mhm so how did you, when you're in the basement, yep. um, going through the uh, investigation, like you're like, shit, I have five minutes and I got to crack this case. Yeah. How did you crack the case? In, in, uh, is that Love's basement? No, in, as Connor, in the police basement. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I copy, I, I went and fixed up Simon. Mm-hmm. Did Simon die for you? Yes. Okay. So, um, cause he you can you could have saved him. Like, yes, there I played the other option yeah, where you um, save him. No, I played the other option where I never even found Simon. 
There is really? an option when you're in the TV studio. There are three androids in the kitchen, and they just mention it in passing. Mm-hmm. And if you go into the kitchen, you're just like, which one of you saw something? Like, there was no break-in. Like, mm-hmm. someone must have done something. And then you interrogate them. And then just based on, like, their movements and how they're reacting to when you're, like, it's another interrogation scene with Connor. Okay. Like, when you're interrogating them, like, you you have the, like, pressure level or, like, the stress level that yeah. you're trying to, like, put them under. But there's no level indicator because they're all androids. You don't know which one is the deviant. With Connor? Yes. There's three androids in the TV studio that were... Connor wasn't with me. Oh, in the TV studio after when you're investigating. Oh, okay. There's three androids in there, and you interrogate them to be like, which one of you is deviant? One of you yeah. saw them, yep. and one of you let them in. Mm-hmm. Who was it? And the guy and, keeps, like, looking away. Yeah. Yeah. So then, did you did you play that? Yeah. Okay. But you still found Simon on the roof? He wasn't on the roof. Simon got shot in the studio where Marcus recorded his in, thing. Okay, in mine, Simon got up to the roof, I saved him, and then I just, like, laid him on the roof. So there were... Oh. Because of that action, the broadcast, like, investigation with Connor, Mm -hmm. if you did the interrogation, you did not get to go to the roof. Like, one of those were endpoints. Interesting. So whatever one you chose, do you go up to the roof? Do you go into the kitchen and interrogate? Okay. That's your end point. For oh, okay. I definitely went and investigated on the roof with, with him. And I even did the interrogation. Yeah, so Simon died in the TV studio for me. Um, and when I was in the basement, I went and I watched the iPad recording of Marcus giving his speech about uh, Androids for Humanity and all that kind of stuff. And I just uh, Connor mimicked his voice and spoke to Simon because Simon didn't have any eyes. And okay. so he was like, he, he was like, Marcus, is that you? And then he just told me where Jericho was. Okay. Yeah. What I had to do was the, this, I think you're going to think this one is really cool. Mm -hmm. When you were, and this is incredible to me that this thing that I found when I was investigating the house where, um, the first murder victim with Connor, um, where the Android went deviant and then like wrote, I am alive with blood on the wall. Um, in cyber life sands. Yeah. Um, In that one, I had gone into the bathroom and opened up the shower curtain. And in the shower curtain, there was a Like a religious offering? Yeah, there was a religious offering. So in the first scene of the interrogation, like when you're interrogating that android that you found in the attic, um, I had unlocked a speech option where I had like pressured him enough on the statue to be like, what is in the statue? Mm -hmm. Like, what is there? And he had said like the answer's inside. And then when I was playing back my memories, like when I was interrogating him about the statue, yeah, um, I found that little iPad thing and it played back. The answer is inside. And then I was like, oh my fucking God. So then I picked up the statue and broke it and there was a coordinate for where Jericho is. That's fucking awesome. Yes. What? Yes. So just from pressuring enough in the interrogation at the very beginning of the game, yeah. I had an option to find Jericho. That is so cool. It was inc- that to me was the moment that I was like, "Holy shit, this goes back so far." Yeah, like these decisions and these just random like findings they count. Yeah, like yeah, because otherwise I don't know what I would have done because I didn't have Marcus's voice, so yeah. I couldn't trick Simon because I yeah. tried that. Yeah. That is fucking weird. Yeah. That, okay. So there was coordinates for Jericho in that little statue. That is so cool. I know, right? That, okay, the craziest thing to me is like, I played the opening to, like the opening mission where you're Connor investigating the rooftop, like it looks like Simon, that that whole like, I got the girl on the roof, that yep. opening scene. I played that twice and I chose separate options each time. And then you played it and all three times were totally different outcomes. My ending for that scene was I tried to calm him down. And then when he said, I want the helicopters to go away and I want a car yep. and I'll take the little girl with me. I said, that's not an option. And then as soon as I said, that's not an option, he went from like all the way calm yep. to totally unstable. Yep. And then he was going to like fall back yep. with the little girl and then 
as Connor. Like I did the quick time event enough to run towards him and like push him off the edge or like, no, he was, he had already fallen with her. Mm -hmm. He had taken the initiative to fall back. Like he was taking the little girl with him. Yep. So I ran and I caught the little girl. Like I had jumped Mm -hmm. to catch her and then throw her up. So she landed on the roof and was safe. And then I had fallen and died with him. So for mine, I'll start with the first one I did because I originally downloaded the free demo for the game before I bought it to make sure I like it was like a style I wanted because his past game was like I didn't like the controls. Heavy Rain. Uh, it's called uh, Beyond Two Souls with Willem Dafoe and Ellen Page. Okay. Um, it's free this month. Oh, you don't have PS Plus. Anyway, um, I did that and I played that through and then when I bought the game, I just did the same thing again because I was like, that was my playthrough. I wanted to do this. I wanted to replicate that and then continue the story. Mm-hmm. But then when I did it for our Shapeless video, uh, it goes up on Thursdays. Check that out. Um, I did... I had enough information where I was able to talk him up to 100% confidence and he just walked off the ledge and let the girl go. Like, he, he was really? like, he was like, okay, I trust you. And then he was, he was done. And then he let the little girl go, go and everything like that. And he was like, you know, I'm sorry, I trust you. Got all the way up to 100%. And then the snipers iced him. Nice. As soon as he let her go. Nice. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. I lo- because I had his confidence all the way up. It was at 99. And yep. then as soon as I told him he couldn't take the little girl, dropped all the way. And yep. then he jumped with her yep. immediately there was no dialogue past yeah. that so so that first one i did um on my personal playthrough i was able to like approach enough and kind of get his confidence up and then i like rushed up and shoved him off the edge with my thing and like protected the little girl i didn't go off with him and then as he fell he shot me and that connor was done and they brought in the next connor i was so excited because i I immediately loved Connor from the first mission, and How I was like, not? "Connor Army, hashtag Connor Army, hashtag Connor Army." Let's get it trending, people. Or we did that. <laughs> we, we did. We did it. Not Brian Deckard. <laughs> um, we should have got I him was, for the show. We should have. You think we can get him? God, I hope so. Let's try it. Let's. I, Brian, we love you. We want you on. We want to we want to discuss what it was like doing the mocap. We want to discuss the challenges of having to act for so many facial like so many facial animations and facial all that kind animations of stuff. and yeah. We just want to talk about it with you. Yeah. Seriously. Anywho, anywho, back into it. Um I was so disappointed that Connor had died, but I was just like, "Oh, maybe that's everything that could have happened there." Like I did my best and that's what happened. I thought maybe he's not like a main. Maybe this is just introducing you to like the style of game this is going to be. Mm-hmm. But that he, like he he gets yeah, killed and I then he's done. I didn't know he was a main character or anything. Neither did I. I was so excited when I saw another Connor model. I was so fucking excited. Yep. His fucking and then jacket. There's a in your Amanda subconscious like programming thing. I don't know if you explored that area at all. Yeah, I did. There's okay. graves. Yeah, there's graves yeah. for the Connor model that Isn't died. that awesome? Yes. And there's so one cool. there's one where you go up and you put your hand on it and it scans it and then it, it like just kind of has the cutscene of him kind of like pulling his hand away and like looking at it a little frightened and I never got to find out what that is. Did you? Don't tell me. That's a spoiler cast, fuck. It's a spoiler cast, Tori. What is it? What it is is when you're talking to Elijah Kamsky at his house, right? Yeah. And he makes the comment of just well, I always build a safety exit in all of my programs. When, like, when Amanda is, you're essentially dead. Mm-hmm. Amanda has torn you apart and, like, you are dying and you go into your subconscious mm-hmm. because you're dying. You're, like, crawling through the snow and then, like, you get that, like, flashback of just, like, because I had gone through the dialogue option and heard Elijah say, I always build a a safety exit in my programs. Mm-hmm. I like, I immediately knew what that was. Cause I had that cutscene of he touches it and he was just like, what the fuck was that? I was like, that's what it is. So I crawled towards it and I put my hand on it and I was immediately out. Holy shit. Yes. I never even had that scene of him crawling like that. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Like Be- that, that's fucking I don't, weird. I don't even remember how it had happened where i had gotten to that point Mm -hmm. but that's that's what it was was amanda was essentially tearing you down and you were dying in there 
And if you didn't reach that in like 40 seconds, you were dead. That is crazy. So you had to get there in a time limit. Yeah, I never even got to figure that so out. So I had to just know, like, that was my initial reaction of just like, I thought it would be the grave. I thought it would be the Connor grave. But then I walked past that first. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck it, try it. And then that's what it was. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. It was the coolest moment there was. Or no, I know what it was. What? Um, I believe it was at the end when I'm standing with Marcus because I'm deviant and like, while well, he's giving his like final like speech to everyone. Um, it's at the very end of the game. You're still like programmed. Essentially. You're not completely deviant. Like you are in there and you're like about to like Connor takes out a gun and I didn't know if he was going to shoot Marcus or shoot himself. Like if his programming was just saying like, you're deviant, you got to end it. That's, I think what it was. I re- if I remember correctly, I didn't have that either. That's the scene that it was, is that Connor wasn't completely deviant and there was still that thing inside of him that was just like the programming, the programming yeah. where he was going to like kill himself mm-hmm. or kill Marcus. But I had gotten to that in time where like then like after he like pulls out the gun and I did that, then he just puts it back into his back pocket. It's insane to me that I never saw that any of because that's that sounds like a relatively large scene. Yeah. And I didn't get any of that. And there, that's what's so incredible. Yeah. Is that there are so many things that you could never find. And yeah. just the one that also got me yeah. was the robot Jesus scene where you are doing Marcus's first like street protest and yep. you're just liberating all the androids going down the street. Right. And then suddenly you don't even have to touch them. You're and they just, just start po- doing it. You're just pointing at them yep. and they just walk towards you and you amass this huge crowd. Yep. That, that was, a I moment. like to, yeah, that was robot Jesus scene. That was rob That was Jesus right there. Yeah. Like that was some Jesus shit. But then I played Marcus as, peaceful protest me too like, i do i didn't do i went completely pacifist no matter what they said i i was always like and north was no. always the worst she fucking, was like we have to fight it with violence i know i was always like no because no. in my mind i was like no because as soon as we go violent then the humans can be like oh look yep this is what they want yep. it would be like some fucking terrorist and shit. it was like even even when i was making the decisions in the game to like do the pacifist choice i was always like this is dumb like Every time I made that decision, I was like, it's been fun, Marcus. But then, like, there was a part where, like, after the Jesus scene when the cops come and everything like that, and I was like, I'm still going to stand down. I'm not going to fight them and anything like that. And I think I should have died, but I, when you were breaking into Cyberlife to get parts, I saved that guard and I let him go. Yep, that was the scene for me. And then he sacrificed himself so that Marcus could live. Yes, you were meant to die in that scene. Yeah. But if you saved John... John sacrificed because it, it had that little like lock, and I was like, that was like seven chapters ago. Yeah, that it's was so cool. Yes, that to me was the coolest one, mm-hmm. where it was just like, oh shit, any decision I make in passing, that has like immediate effects. That will like butterfly, like earthquake out, and you will feel the effects of that way later in the game at parts that like are you dire, like you're in dire straits. You would like. Marcus would have Marcus died. would have died at that point. Like, yes, because because you I saw then in the branch where it's like John sacrificed himself or whatever. And, I, and then there was like the locked part underneath it. And I was like, the flow chart tells me, like, if I'm there's pretty much two options. Marcus dies right there because there was nothing after that. Mm-hmm. It was so like, it's either Marcus dies or, or Marcus, John sacrifices himself. It's it's mind boggling. So, yeah, so Marcus Storyline, you went full pacifist. I um, went full pacifist because I, I figured you would. I hated North, and I I didn't want it because they had, which I loved, news programs yeah. in the game. Yeah. And, like, there was one that was, like, always painting androids as, like, it was basically the Fox News of just, like, androids are dangerous, and here's why. Yeah. And I didn't want them to be able to paint them as, like, androids yeah. are doing harm. And then, yeah, and then... Because then they'd get shut down immediately. With the choices that we made, we both saw the same things where it was like, no, like, the cops just opened fire on them. Like, they're just trying to be human. Like, yep, I got public opinion totally on my side. Yep, 100%. So I could, like... Because that was my thought process. It didn't happen. But what I had thought was if I get enough public opinion and if I'm, like, standing out in the streets and the cops are just opening fire on me, 
what will happen is that the humans will come around and like create a barricade or something so that they won't shoot because yeah. they wouldn't shoot humans to get to androids. Yeah. So I thought the humans would join in. Would you, yeah, that would have been cool too. But they didn't. Right. Yeah. Of because course. they're humans. I was, to be honest, like my Marcus character when it started getting to like the very grandiose part of his storyline, I was very much modeling my decisions after. It's going to sound super dumb, but Martin Luther King. Yeah, where it was. I was very much like looking back to that movement and like, what did he do? And that's what the game what was, was he saying? What did I learn heavily. about? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, I think that's what you're supposed to be able to do is like, it's, and they even bring it up. Like that one was a bit heavy handed of just like, okay, I see exactly what this is, but it yeah. wasn't like, oh my God, civil rights was forever ago because this shit, like this still happens to black it still people. happens. Yeah, it, well, exactly. it just happens to, it's just still a major thing. And yes, race is still a huge issue. Right. And um, the fact that they played on that as like in 2038, they're just like, they used to fight over skin color and like they used to fight over yeah. religions and everything. But now with androids, like this is something new. It's yeah. the same movement in a new skin, so yeah. to speak. And, and <laughs> we already said it, but like shout out to... Um, uh, Jesse Williams, who did Marcus. Every actor did such an yeah. incredible job. And, and of course, Valerie Curry, who did Carl. Like, incredible jobs on that. So for for the Marcus playthrough, when it came to the final part, um, you're kind of like, you're all in that barricaded area and stuff like that. And you have to go out and meet the FBI guy. Mm-hmm. Did you take the deal? No. Okay, I didn't Fuck take the no. deal either. That, I didn't take that the deal. That dude was shifty as hell from the beginning. They made him a bad guy. Yeah. Very clearly. Um, but then you go back and they start, they come in with, they have like the flashbangs and stuff yep. like that. And then you kind of have like your one last stand moment. What did you do? I sang. I sang too. Yeah. Because I wanted it because it was just beautiful. Yeah. And I knew that like with the people I had left, like it would be Marcus singing and then it would... I a knew chorus of angels I, would come up. I knew exactly <laughs> what they were going to do yeah. with just like this beautiful backing chorus. And I was yep. just like, I need that moment. And yeah. it was such like, it was one of those moments where I got chills. Yeah, me too. I genuinely got like yeah. my heart dropped. And Absolutely. Like I got chills and I could feel it in my spine of just like, this is such a just fragile moment and right here. Yeah, it was like a last stand like, we are it, alive. It was like, kind of that moment, like when I was when that decision came up and I saw Sing. It was it my it was like that. What binds humans type of thing that like well, I saw that and I was and and like I don't even remember what the other options. I think one was like maybe sit down or something like that. But like I just my finger just went and clicked it immediately, and I was like, that's what I like. That's what I want them to do right now. Mm-hmm. It and it, it just it just came out of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it. Like, it's such a, I thought it was such a humanizing thing. So humanizing. Because then it was, androids yeah. can, like, it's partaking in art. It's partaking in, like, emotion. Yeah. Like, it's yep. totally, like, a last stand of just, like, it was. We're, we're giving all of our emotions to you right now. And, and to me, it was, like, a greater version of when Carl was, like, paint something. No, 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 don't recreate something you saw. Like, yes, you can paint that thing perfectly. Close your eyes paint something you've never seen before what did you what did what was drawn for you it was like a sort of abstract it was similar to carl's style of painting and it was like a a marcus-esque face okay kind of thing i just got a big dick on mine (laughs) (laughs) are you serious no (laughs) (laughs) it just like a crude penis drawing uh (laughs) <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> that was that was another one of those like moments, beautiful, things. sensitive moment. And and like we've ta- like we kind of talked about this earlier, and I I, I don't I don't want to linger on this for too long. But like I have I have an idea of like I kind of want to make a video talking about Detroit Become Human as like a video essay style of how it's a game of moments. If you want to see that, let us know. Um, I would really appreciate that. But um, yeah. So who? What characters did you lose? I lost Kara, and that's it. Okay, so sim- we had the same thing for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was what was your relationship like with Hank? I that was I tried to keep it good. I was I was kind of always on Hank's side, and whenever I would touch in with um, 
Did you save Hank when he was on the roof? Or did you change the That didn't the happen to me in the roof. Oh. That happened to me. The deviant ran out into the hallway where we came in. Like where, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, into the hallway where you entered the, the room originally. And then he kills, grabs a rifle, turns around. Oh, no. I'm talking about when you're chasing the deviant that had the pigeons. <gasps> oh, no. I saved him then. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, 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 I saved him at that point. Um, I thought you meant on the roof of the, of the TV building. Oh, no, 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 easily mistakable, though. Yeah, um, yeah, when I was in that, I saved him on the roof of the pigeon thing, and then that big chase scene, which was really cool. Um, and then I also saved him at the scene where the, the deviant in the TV news studio turned around and shot everything. Okay. What about you? Um, I saved Hank on the roof. And then I tried to save him in the hallway just to see the other ending, and Connor died when the Deviant was shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Connor died in that one. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't keep that ending, though. Oh, well, he, he, he didn't die. It was a second Connor. Came, like, another Connor model was issued back. Okay, okay, yeah. And then it's the same. I figured I figured they would issue another one, but I was just like, wait, you I didn't attach to that guy. I didn't get to go on the roof. Like I I wanted I didn't know this would end. Okay. Um but then at the end like So, were you friends with Hank? Like did it say you guys were friends on that white bar? Um I, I I hopped around a lot with that. Okay. Because in that thing, a lot of the dialogue decisions, like a lot of times the one word or the one one or two word thing it gives you to like say. Didn't really didn't relay. really Yeah, it didn't really quite like I was like, oh, I'll say this. And then it ended up being like really aggressive and mean. And then Hank would go down. I'd be like, oh man, I, I didn't. I didn't think that's what he was going to say. Like, yeah, no, there were, there were only. There were a couple times where that happened. Yes. Yeah. But I'll I'll give them a huge applause where that only happened to me twice. Yeah. Like for everything where it's just one word things throughout the entire game and mm. for me to only have confusion twice. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. But but yes, I, I was I was um like warm with Hank. Okay. Yeah. I was friends with him pretty much the entire time. Okay. So I, I was his his close good personal friend. Okay. And um with Connor's ending where he goes to the Cyberlife headquarters plant. Yeah. Um and then there's another Connor model that yeah. like had yeah. kidnapped Hank. Yep. How did that go down for you? Hank died. Yeah. So what I had done is I continued the transfer. Me too. Yeah. Because I wanted to, you know, like Hank's kind of at the end of his rope. Yeah. So but there was a really touching moment for me because we were friends. Yeah. That Hank was like Oh, I'm like, I'm really going to miss you. Like, I've, you know, like, you were a good friend. Like, I'm really, really going to miss you. As he died. So. As he died, he said, like, I'm going to miss you, Connor. Holy shit. Because for me, what happened was I continued the transfer. The other deviant came up, shot my Connor. I fell on the ground. And then he got up and was, like, about to execute me. And it was, like, any last words. And then I pulled out the gun from behind me and fucking capped him. Oh, really? Okay, I did something that I think... I, om- like, my Connor almost died at that moment, too, because I was, I was like, late on the quick times. So, I, in that moment, which I thought was awesome, and it, I, when he was, like, any last words, mm-hmm. I grabbed his arm and, like, transferred my, like, memories to him. Oh, cool. So that way, when, like, he shot the Connor model that I was in, like you became him. I became him because I had like transferred. What? So this is what I thought. I thought that it was just like, you know, like when the deviants touch each other, they can like communicate and like relay feelings with each other. So I thought I had basically just given him my story and just been like, you have to continue. Like, this is where I'm at. You have to continue this. Like you're getting a rush of emotions right now. Yeah. So then I had like transferred my memories to him. And then that Connor model died, and then he was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And then he ran up to Hank because he had the memories of us being friends. Yeah. At least I thought that's what it was. What it what, what oh, it no. actually was, when I had, like, gone back and, like, read the flow chart at the very end of the game for that, mm-hmm. 
he didn't transfer memories. When I grabbed his arms, it said in the little like flowchart thing, it said swapped consciences. Holy shit. So I didn't like, I didn't transfer memories. I went into his body and transferred him into the body that died right then. That's fucking crazy. So he didn't just, no, he, yeah, he swapped consciences. So it was still, he killed that's himself. What made me, yeah. That's what made me feel better about that scene was I was the same Connor model, but I basically just repaired myself. I swapped consciences completely. So it wasn't a new model. It was just basically, oh, same Connor, but I stole your body. That's crazy. Yes. That's so cool. I loved that. I oh loved being, because God. I thought I just swapped memories, which was kind of like, uh, but Connor still died. But then that made me feel so much better. Yeah. That evil Connor That's died. That's so cool. God. And okay. All the outcomes in that scene that could have yeah. been were so incredible because like at the end I had like a really funny string of quick time events like at such a pivotal moment like I'm good at quick time events yeah. I didn't mess up a single one mm-hmm. throughout the entire game and then it was like two in the morning the the last night I was playing where like what little androids you have left in like your little bunker when they finally storm in and they start just fucking killing everyone mm-hmm. I was so tired that I messed up Every single quick time event during that whole entire scene where Marcus is meant to be like saving androids left Kill them and all. Right. Every single one of them <laughs> died. Like there were only like five androids left because uh. I messed up every quick time event where I was supposed to save them. So Marcus ended up being shot like nine times. Yeah. <laughs> and then like all these androids, like I had to watch all of them die. I want to know, to me, this was one of the absolute coolest things in the entire game which is how even when you boot up the game the opening menu is part of the game so chloe when it's like hi um the the company that created me cyberlife would like to have a a survey to whatever that was creepy it, it starts out and i was like would you have sexual relations with an android fuck yeah i said yes yeah and then it was like and then it gets like four questions in and then it's like do you believe in god Mm-hmm. And it was like, it oh, deep. and it's like 11 questions or something like that. But it's like it it it's similar to like how if it's like a, a website you go to or something like that, where it's like, hey, do you want to take a survey and see how we're doing? Except for it was the menu of the game asking you. It was like part of the game. Yeah. Which is insane. And, and, and the- every time further on when you boot up the game, Chloe continues that like if you notice it, like, you know. The second time I booted up, that's when I got the, hey, would you like to answer some questions for Cyberlife? Mm-hmm. And then the third time I booted up, um, instead of Chloe like kind of smiling and looking at the looking at me, essentially, she kind of was just like glancing around and like looking nervous. Yep. And that's and, and because like the I was getting into the part where people were like Marcus was starting to turn other people deviant to mm-hmm. join his movement yeah, and, and stuff like that. And she's seeing that happen. And she was seeing that happen and, and then started getting nervous in the fucking menus. Yes. And which you is can crazy. clearly see it. She's no longer looking you in the eye. I had left it open while I was making dinner one night. Yeah. Like I just left it on the main menu because I was unsuspecting. Yeah. And then Chloe said the creepiest thing. What? She was just like, I, I hope I'm not being too personal here, but the decor in your home, it's just so you. It's just so fitting. Like that's so I don't, fucking like weird. It, it's making it seem like she can see into yeah. what you're doing, and it was so scary. Mm-hmm. Like I expected her to be like, "Are you almost done cooking?" And, and I was, the actress they picked to play Chloe was perfect. Like, did you? Speaking of Chloe, yeah. At the very end of the game, once you beat it, you can set her free. Yeah. Did you set her free? Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, I I figured you did too. Yeah. No, you're stuck with me. You're like, nah, I'm I'm keeping you. Um, um so bouncing off the Chloe thing, when you were at when you go to Kamsky's house. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. What did you do? I didn't shoot. Me either. I could not shoot. And I I feel like this is what would have happened. Because I found that diary in the pigeon home. Yep. Where it's all deciphered. Yep. And nothing in the game ever led me to like, where can I get these fucking answers? Like, where's the encryption? You thought she could do it. I no no I thought like after doing it I was like oh shit had I shot her 
Kamsky would have probably given me like a code or something that would have been able to decipher that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He probably would have. But fuck that's where I'm thinking that would have come in. Yeah. And when I did that, I thought that Hank was going to really hate me after that. I thought he was going to be like, why the fuck didn't you shoot her? Like, but he was he because because everything he was progressively more on the Android side. Yeah, but in the beginning, when you're first learning about him by searching his desk and stuff, he ha- he has like anti-android protest stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. And like, I thought he was gonna like really not trust me. Plus, going off of like on Hank's desk, yeah. Like when you're investigating it, how cute was that conversation after? Where Connor's just trying to make friends. I know. Yeah. So you like Knights of the Heavy Metal? <laughs> yeah. I don't particularly know them, but I'd love to try. Yeah. And he's just like trying to make conversation. It's and I I'll just the, say it. Connor's cute, all he's right? He's cute. He's adorable. He's cute as he's fuck. He's so cute. And then just that one dialogue option where it's like, I like dogs. Yeah. Do you have a dog? <laughs> and uh, he just says it exactly like that. He's just like nonchalant. Yeah. Like, he's like trying to be like casual, but it's just yeah. so forced to just I like dogs. Yeah. It's, oh my God. Connor, you're so cute. So good. So good. Um, let's see what else I had here. Just because the relationship with Hank was one of my favorite parts of the game. Where yeah. It was, you can completely change this person. I was really trying. I just, I, that was the only part where I was really struggling with the dialogue issue or with like the dialogue choice where like. I thought I was saying one thing, but I ended up not saying that. That happened to me like quite a few times where I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. oh, man. He was hard to read, though. I think uh, intentionally. Yes, absolutely. His character was was like sad. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. He was sad and he was he was really hard to read. And in in an intentional way that was like I was trying to relate to him and I just kept making him more upset like. Hey, I, I saw something. Was that your son? Don't and the, and then as soon as I said it, like I saw the arrow go down. And I was like, "Fuck! Why the fuck did I ask him about his dead son?" Like I clearly knew that. I didn't need to ask him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I did the same thing where it was just like I realized as soon as I said it, I was like, "Wait, no one wants to talk about their dead child. Why yeah. the fuck did I do that?" I know. Um. Here's here's what I want to end with. Yeah. Because we're getting about that time. This okay. is what I want to end off with because we never got a definitive answer and this is what kind of killed me okay what do you think ra9 is oh man because there's all those scrawl everywhere you go as connor you find scratchings and like ra9 just written everywhere oh man um god we really don't even get like much hints into that no um i think Two things. There's like the like there's like the more obvious kind of thing, and then there's what I act like what I actually think it is. If I'm gonna get like really deep and like oh it didn't really hint at it, but this is what I think it is. I think RA9 is the sliver of code that allows androids to go deviant. Okay. What about you? I kinda under the same thing. I didn't really think RA9 was Marcus. I didn't think RA9 was a model. Yeah. However, I saw something that was really interesting where it kind of put um, the things together where it was um, Connor is a model like RK800. Yeah. Con- Connor is a model R. Yep. Um, Marcus is a model R. And Kara is a model A. Yeah. So there's like the, the R and the A and the, like it combine them all right you get ra9 yeah i like that yeah but what i thought was um ra9 is like a genetic mutation along those same lines yeah like some genetic deficiency built within their code that breaks down like it's it's almost like a virus like, I think RA9 was a literal virus yeah. that they, like, get flashes of, and for some reason, like, it makes them, like, insane. Like, yeah, it it acts like a virus where it infects them and it makes them sick, Do you think it's, like, do you, th- do, I mean... Do I think mean, it had something to do with the blue blood. Do you mean sick in a bad way? Like, kind of. Like, they get almost physically and emotionally sick. Okay. Like, the ones who are really affected by it, you see it, like, just scraped into walls like they were they were so in pain and so 
okay. obsessed with this like thing flashing in their brain brain yeah. that they just needed to like okay either like sometimes like you know like completely destroy their own bodies to write ra9 yeah yeah that's a that's an interesting take on it. i didn't i really didn't take that at all i i really did think it was like because you do like luther tells the story of like they say ra9 was the first one to go deviant or something like that which i kind of was like that's kind of a myth story i think ra9 like I think it has something to do with the first deviance and it obviously has something to do with deviancy. Like that's no one debating that, but yeah. like in, as far as when you say virus, I was thinking more confute like a computer virus, which I guess you kind of, they're kind it's of, it's sim- kind of similar. Yeah. I, th- I, you know, like in their case, it would be like a computer virus, but I think it has really humanizing effects on them where it, it deteriorates their brain. That's exactly what I think it is. I think it is, the humanizing code, the humanizing gene, if you will, because their genes are made up of coding, mm-hmm. essentially, like what they do, what they say, how they act. That's all made up of coding. And I do think that RA9 was like the virus sliver of code that goes in. And that's what that's what unlocks like it, it's like the thing that when untapped, that's what gives them enough humanity to be accepted into homes, to be the the cook and the, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think the hum- when tapped into, that's what causes the full, like, we are humans deviancy. Exactly. Uh, I, I thought that same thing of there needs to be, like, when they built these machines, yeah. you need to have, for a human to trust it, they have to look like you, they have to talk like you, they have to kind, in some capacity, they have to operate like a human. So they had to give it, some form of human conscious to be accepted into a home. Yeah. And then that can just run wild and it can infect. It's, it's almost like, it's like they made them to be full humans. And then they put like a coding lock on Mm -hmm. like you guys are humans, but here's all you can see for now. It's like this little box of like, here's all you you break down that box. When you go deviant, you quite literally beat down that box. And like, I, I'm, you beat that box. Kind of just, (laughs) you really smash that box. Good. (laughs) You really give it to it. Um, I'm just kind of hitting this realization now of like, that is like, I wonder if they were just built by Kamsky with like full humanity built into them. And then, Cyberlife puts a restriction on it that's like this is because he's can a s- fucking sociopath. I think he he always wanted it to be hu- they, he always wanted them to be the next evolution of humans. Yeah, he's a fucking sociopath. Oh, he absolutely is. He's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And just that, like, I call this the Kamsky test, and he pulled out a gun, and I was like, "Fuck, I know exactly." Where I, kn- gonna- I knew exactly where that was going to go. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and and also, shout out to Kara's theme. One of the best pieces of video game music I've ever heard. I think the same for Connor's theme. Oh, I, I mean, just all the music in the yeah. game. Yeah, let's fucking the music in the game. Honestly, we can't even like really dive deep into it necessarily. Yeah, but everything aesthetically and sonically about that game was perfect everything about the game kind of yeah everything about that game was 2AT perfect in my eyes yep like the absolutely stunning visuals yeah where it could be the most boring you're walking through a park but how the camera operates when you hit certain places it's like all of a sudden you're up here now and then all of a sudden you're over here yeah they give you the most organically cinematic. cinematic yeah yes and it's it's gorgeous i it and might, I think that's what communicates, like, oh my god, like I'm, I feel like I'm playing more than a video game right now. Yeah, it, it, it really does feel like something. It fuck, like, it might be in my eyes like a perfect game it, it, for what it set out to do. Like, mm-hmm. it might, it might just be. I can't think of anything I'd change, and I just like you. You finished the game last night. And you brought it back to me, and like, I can't wait to like hop into it again, and like intentionally make decisions that I kind of don't want to make because I need to see what that story is going to do. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like groundbreaking shit. Seriously. Like I want to give like a sincere thank you to everyone at Quantic Dream for taking the time, energy, effort to put into those little moments to everything, every little detail you put into the Mm -hmm. game. Thank you. Because 
although it might go unappreciated by some people, and some people might, oh, why are games trying to be music or why are games trying to be movies and all that? Like, this is I don't care what any review says. Achievement. I don't give a fuck what any review says. That was like the crown pinnacle jewel of what games can accomplish. I agree. I agree. It's it's incredible what they did. I I like we've we've I feel like we've talked about like so much and I'm sure this won't be the last you you hear about Detroit stuff coming up on Shapeless and all that kind of stuff but like what a game. Mm-hmm. What an achievement. I can't think of anything other to say than just well done to everyone. I want to yeah. like you said I want to personally thank everyone who worked on that game. It's it's incredible. It truly was like a very moving experience. Yeah, like um, so much emotional impact mm-hmm. coming from a, like the stigma of like video games is like, oh, it's just a video game or whatever. Like this is a statement, this is an impact, this is a a humanizing story that no matter who you are, you can connect to this. Mm-hmm. And you can you can fucking get your grandma to watch you play. Yeah. And she will love it. It's incredible. And I recommend everyone tries it out. If you've got to the end of this, you've already played it, presumably. Hopefully. Um, yeah. But I guess thanks for sticking with us through this spoiler cast. We jumped around a lot. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope uh, it seriously let us know in the comments what you did uh like if you got something completely different yes. if you know what if you have like a theory about what ra9 is if you i want to get some detroit shit like let's get moving. some theories going in in the comments me and tyler will both be active uh down in the comments answering your questions and stuff like that um maybe we'll maybe we'll do like a follow-up to this where we talk about something it depends on what you what you want to see um stay around for the detroit playthrough that you and tay are doing yeah to yeah see what you guys get yeah and just seriously thanks for watching and we hope you enjoyed it let us know what you think you can find us both on twitter that'll be in the description below and yeah what a game thank you so much mm-hmm.